This is Only We Matter Podcast with Jacqueline and Brandon, bringing generations together. So, Brandon, this is like our last our last episode for our podcast for season three. And I'm a little sad. But first of all, I just want to say thank you for being such a great host with me, a, a good co-host. And wow. um, thank you as well. It's been really fun. And you have challenged me. And uh, you've made me laugh. And uh, probably at some point I've cried, but you didn't know that. And um <laughs> because <laughs> I'm a female and uh yeah I just uh I just I'm being really kind of gush and mush this morning because I just mm-hmm. uh I can't believe that we've just made that call we pulled the trigger and yeah. we said basically we've had a really great season we've done I think it's over like I think we're around 17 episodes yeah, somewhere there. Um, mm-hmm. for for this season, which I know lots of people who do this all the time, they're putting out seventeen in a month. But you know, we just well have done that, but... <laughs> probably not. But we've done. Uh, I I feel like with our schedules, we've done really really well with our little podcast, and we've grown huh. in subscribers mm-hmm. and numbers and people responding, and so. I, I feel like this has been a successful season. How about you? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we, we do this mostly for fun, right? Like we, we, uh, are, are <laughs> we're putting more into this than we, you know, than we, <laughs> than we get out maybe financially even or whatever, but, yeah. but if we do it for fun, because we, 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 well, we both, we love to chat yeah. with each other and, and we love the content that we are engaging with as well. And so, uh, a big thank you to our listeners yes. for listening, subscribing, engaging, maybe you're on our social media, on our Instagram or Facebook and engage that way. And we thank you for that and uh, engaging that way. And we'll, we'll continue to engage in those platforms uh, throughout the rest of this this year. And you never know, there may be an episode randomly come out uh, throughout the spring, summer months before our uh, potential fall release again. So, so you never know. We just, there just might be a conversation we just need to have uh, and then we will, we'll bring it. Uh, we'll just bring it. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a good, good, good year of, well, year, season. What do you say when know. you're wrapping up a season? I don't know, but it is, is what it is. It is. And, um, yeah, no, um, we've had really good conversations around many, some, some fun topics, some, some serious topics and, uh, who knows, who knows? Here's, here's my thing though today. I want to know. I think we should do a new segment. Okay. Just as it's our season finale, but like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. We next season, next season, let's do a new segment of uh, like um, what's in the news or something like that, and then just whatever's in the news, we just read the headline and go with it. Let's do it. Okay, because here's my thing today. I want to know. I didn't read the headline, but um, did you follow NASA's Perseverance rover landing on Mars? Uh, no, but my husband did. And he was like, it landed today. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like Something landed. Yeah. He had a good idea. Yeah, I was there. Know. I'm like, I'm, I'm with you. I am following mm-hmm. you. So just tell me exactly what it is that we're talking about for landing. And he's like, 
it's on Mars. I'm like, what's on Mars? Yeah. So apparently one of us is really up on the news and one isn't. Yes. What I find intriguing about this rover, because it's not our first rover on Mars, but it's a pretty significant one, but um, it's named Perseverance. And there's already a Curiosity one there. And like, I was like, these are great names. Where do these names come from? So as I'm watching the feed that day, because this is how nerdy I am, as I was watching a bit of the feed in the background of what was going on, they told us that actually they kids name these rovers. They get they submit essays from every grade uh, in grade school and, and they submit. And so there's this, this one kid who they put him on the screen and everything and he was wonderfully nerdy. And he actually said, hello, space nerds was his intro. And I, I don't know, he was, I think he was a junior high kid actually. And he named Perseverance. And I was like, that is so cool. I was like, that is one thing that I think NASA is doing so well is like engaging students and youth and kids in their programs with something as important as, you know, naming their Mars rover that's now collecting samples of Mars that one day will come back to Earth. Well, I think that's great. I mean, I just pulled up like the first page on NASA Mars and the tech demo is the Mars helicopter is it's mm -hmm. a technology demonstration hitching a ride on the Perseverance rover. How many times do we hitch a ride on somebody who is persevering? Absolutely. This is like a this is preaches. This 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 NASA exploration preaches, I think. And did you know there's a, a girl who named that helicopter? No. It was another one. So it was the second one. They loved her essay so much it said, let's use your name for the helicopter. Where is that? I wanna know I, that. I just remember hearing that. So I yeah, you looked that up. I think that's that's just so phenomenal though, like that that speaking of generations and a generational podcast. What a generational organization to involve kids so much and uh, in their in their project. I mean, part of it is here's I think here's part of it. Okay, so their next two missions in order to get these rocks back to Mars or back to Earth are in 2026 and 2031. 2031. I'll be like another 10 years older. Yeah. So in 10 years is when they're launching the the i don't know whatever it is the rocket that will go and retrieve the rocks that will be in orbit from the 2026 launch so this is crazy this is all crazy and then somehow that comes back so it just turns around and comes back um grabs them and says see you later and then comes and falls back in somewhere in utah or something i don't know where so the helicopter's called ingenuity there you go ingenuity okay so like i just this is so crazy for me when i think about what's happening outside of my eyebrows um i'm like <laughs> it's random listen welcome to the party that happens in my head welcome uh that it it launched like last year and it's just landed like how many times with generational stuff just like we're talking about, like it's going to launch and then it's going to end in like a decade. Yeah. Like they've already started. I don't even know where they are because you're way more up on this than I am. I mean, but like, obviously they've already started stuff so that they can project that in 10 years, right? Like it's the longevity of it. 
Yeah. And the perseverance, like over a decade. Well, you know what? You do two decades and it's a generation. Approximately. Approximately. So that's crazy. Yeah. Whole new, whole new, whole new batch. And that's one of the things that NASA was talking about was like their, some of their lead scientists were saying the hope then is that it would be scientists like these kids becoming scientists who will then one day study the rocks from Mars. Cause maybe some of the scientists that are currently trying to get them back won't be able to study them. They'll either be too old or gone by that point. And so it's the youth who will be carrying this on. Wow. Wow. Isn't that just crazy? I just, the, the forethought, right. Uh, is such a great model for us in other areas. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, and I think, you know, uh, bringing it a little bit closer to home, like maybe earth. um, I'm thinking you didn't catch that. That was like a really great, like little, like, it wasn't really a joke, but it was like kind of funny. It was like a play on I completely words. missed it because I, I, I just thought of a title for this episode. So that's great. Um, what is that? That's where I was. What was your joke? I, well, I, it's I like bringing it. it like a little bit closer to home, like earth. Yeah. <laughs> there, I did get it that time. It is funny. People probably laughed before this. <laughs> they sure did. When they heard it. But I mean, yeah. a, a good joke always makes me laugh twice. Um, but uh, just thinking about, you know, that whole forethought um, of, of planning for the next generation. Yeah. And wanting to do better than the previous generation. Right. They, they did some good things. And, and they worked really hard to make my generation better with the information that they were given at that time. And so then we're given this information and we're like, wow, like, this is great. I can totally improve on this so that I can teach the next generation how to make it better, but still incorporate what I've been given from a generation. So now we're talking about two generations of information that is being molded and redirected, reconstructed for a new generation. And now the the goal is to teach the next generation how to make it better for the generation after them because I could be long gone. Yeah. And NASA's yeah, and I mean, doing it's like, that too, right? Like with the rocks. That's what they're doing, right? That's their their model is like they're setting up the next generation to succeed. I should be working with NASA. Wow. <laughs> you could do it. What a great what like you were saying it's a great model. It's a great model for for everything. It's a great model for government mm-hmm. that maybe you know, maybe our governments of our world should pay attention to what's going on here cuz the for the you know, we we, I mean, some things you can't project 10 years down the road, right. uh, but, but man, that's something, you know, there's things you can project to make life a little more, uh, you know, a little better the next step around the next generation around yeah. to, uh, to go through. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty amazing and something for us, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's something parents, some parents think about, right. They want to set their kids up for success or, or in churches, you want to set the next generation up for success. Like. Um, what a great model for that as well. Yeah. 
I agree. I think there's so many things I that we could just learn from this. So you as a pastor could take from this and mold it and put it into your next message. For me, there's so much of this that I can take and put into a video um, to speak to women about where they're at, at whatever stage they're at. You know, I think sometimes for women, we think that just because you're retired and plus in years that you feel like you've got something to offer, but nobody wants to listen. And that is so incorrect. Those are thoughts that we need to help change because there are people in, uh, people I say in general, but I'm thinking women in each generation that need help. They need encouragement. They need, uh, to laugh. They need to be challenged. They need to be allowed to cry. And, um, I, speaking to myself and to others, you know, I mean, we need to really come around each other and grow together and not allow our ages to separate us and not allow this big chasm because you think, oh my goodness, you are so old. I can't really, you're going to bring up a flip phone and yet the flip phone <laughs> is back. It's <laughs> just so now you can flip your screen in half. That's yes. Isn't that, that might be the difference. It could be the difference. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and Siri can't talk to you through it. So, you know, I don't know. But, but it's true that like we, sometimes we often do, we get stuck on ourselves and, and where we're at today. We get so stuck on today because we're told to live in the moment, mm. which I think is good. But then there's this part where it's like, um, when we, we just live for today, are we just dooming ourselves 10 years down the road? Mm not even like the next generation, you know, are we just dooming ourselves 10 years down the road when we don't think about, you know, we don't, we can't live in the future. We have to live in now. But I think there's uh, a part of that where we're a little bit of strategy goes good. It goes well um, to, to think about and pl plan and prep and set somebody else up for success, I think is uh, makes our, our world a better place. Yeah. I totally, totally agree. I mean, you know, I'm on it. I just, that's one of the things that I really enjoy about our podcast is, although it may not be reaching the masses, please click here and subscribe. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> but I just like that we are addressing issues that maybe it might help one or two people. And those are the people why we do it. It's for those people that we want to be involved and help them in, you know, the state that they're in or how we can help motivate. I mean, everybody's on the motivation bandwagon, but anyway, those are yeah. my thoughts. As deep you, or um, as they may be. Do you observe L Lent? Has that been something a part of your, at least one or one time or another throughout your past? Yeah. Yeah. I have done that. I have observed, um, Lent. Um, um, there've been a few different things, um, about Lent. Um, so my limited understanding is that it is really coming out of the Catholicism, uh, religion. Uh, so there is this, so, um, my, my experience and, 
um, my my background in this is that uh, I used to live in South America, and mm -hmm. so Carnival happened for three days, and in South America it is uh, crazy. It is crazy um, what happens now. This year, obviously with COVID, it's different, but um, it is like these three days where anything goes, anything and everything goes, and then you do Lent leading up to Easter. So it's about I'm, you know, forgiving uh, or or seeking forgiveness for my fleshly desires, my mm -hmm. things that happen that I can do in the world. And just on a side note, you know, we used to say, um, well, we didn't used to say, we just knew that there was a population like spike nine months after carnival. I'm just saying <laughs> it was like, it, it just never failed every year. But uh, so Lent, so back to your question about Lent. So I didn't usually follow it because of, of those things that it represented. Yeah. But I do like the idea of, of saying to our heavenly father, uh, I want to sacrifice this because yeah. of my love for you and because yeah. I really want to draw closer to you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I have participated in Lent. I just need you to know that I have failed more times than I have succeeded. <laughs> Haven't we all? But like, I bring it up because of, uh, that's exactly what we were talking about is like this idea that, you know, there's an idea that we actually don't, we actually can choose to sacrifice things. Right. Where it doesn't have to be always about whether it be about me or about my generation, about what we're getting at these days. And I think Lent's a great reminder of that and can shake us in the, as the as Christians, as believers, because Lent actually like started before there was such a thing as anything but the Catholic Church. Like it was just the church. Right. So um, I'm sure there was probably already some schisms that happened, but the great schism hadn't happened yet, right? So East, the Eastern Orthodox did not split yet from the Catholic Church. This was already way before that, that Lent started. And and so it's it's our heritage. It's as, as believers in Christ that um, really, because it is about that. It's about uh, looking at inside at the, the sin that controls us and saying, no, I don't want it to control me. I want Jesus to control me. I want to be under his authority, not the authority of sin and brokenness and, and habits that I've created in my life. And so it's it's a rejection of those. And I think that's a great, a great image for us to have. And as I was thinking about this, because I, I haven't really practiced Lent really ever. Like, I mean, I might read about Lent. I might... Um, in the Lenten season, I'll be reading scripture towards it, but I've never practiced like giving up something until Easter, essentially. Um, but I have the concepts I've been deeply rooted in. Um, and I think it's a great time for the church and for believers to come back to that, that, uh, that thought and that idea, because man, we're so, we're so entitled. We talked about entitlement there an episode ago, and I think this is a great antidote to that mm -hmm. and to what it is to... Um, yeah, give give to the next generation is to recognize that I can I can sacrifice this that that I can lean on God then, mm -hmm. and it's a trust thing. It's a trust that um, 
I need to now trust that God has this in his hands and it's not mine to not mine to hold. Yeah. I got nothing else. I mean, I just, I, I agree. Okay. I think yeah. I, you know, I, um, I was just reading in Romans eight, you know, um, this morning and just thinking about, you know, guilt and wanting to do right, but we can never seem to do right or can't mm. be perfect. You know, in Romans 8, one talks about now there is no condemnation yep. when you are in Christ. And <clears throat> I think giving up, being able to give up something, yep. not because it's religious, but it's out of our love for Jesus yeah. that we want to give up something in this time frame. And then I think, well, then if you're just giving it up for 40 days, then what's like, I guess it's a discipline. And I'm, I uh, wish I was a more disciplined person. I think uh, it will say something like that on my gravestone. It's like, she wishes she had been more disciplined. She would have lasted another 10 years. I just wish that that was something more within me. And it's something that I strive for yeah. all the time is to be more disciplined. But if it's just, if you're just going to be disciplined for 40 days, tell mm -hmm. me, is that, is that wise? Because what happens after 40 days? So you give up bread, for example for 40 days mm -hmm. and then you're like whew now I'm done I can go back to all my sinful ways or all my things that I just gave up because I don't have to be disciplined anymore is that yeah well and I think that we use like a 40 day window or if we fast for 3 days or something like that like we do that to help it's almost like a boosting the economy our spiritual economy mm. right it's it's putting that primer in there because it's not necessarily i mean some of you maybe think bread is the evil one but um it's not i just so, use that right right but like it's often been represented as like sin in the camp right is right. that that leaven bread in the camp that kind of concept in the bible right so so we use it but um <laughs> but we, we do that physically to represent what we want spiritually. And so when we start disciplining ourselves physically in something, it can discipline us in our spiritual walk as well. It can boost us towards Jesus so that after that 40 days, instead of saying, oh, I can finally go back to bread, the, the goal then is to say, okay, then I, I've been fasting from bread for 40 days. How can I then... Be, be fasting from sin? How can I then constantly be ridding of the sin out of my life now from here on out? It's almost like that. Yeah. Like a, like a stimulus to the economy type of thing. Just that 40 days of focus, of intense focus on one thing to remind us that, right, this is the thing I need to be getting rid of my, out of my life really is, is leaning on other things and not leaning on God. How can I be leaning on God now? through the rest of the year. Oh, that's so good. And I think that's really great that you've brought that you've, you've brought it full circle for, for our listeners and for me, because I think we need to, we need to hear that the whole picture. So just not preaching Lent and giving up something, but let's, let's 
bring the full picture into view so yeah. that we can do something. So I, I really like that, the spiritual economy. I really like that, Brandon. Yeah. So you know what's really fun about our podcast is that I go back and I listen to different ones for whatever reason, and I'm like, sure. wow, like these guys really got like some great information. And then I think, <laughs> wait, wait, that's us. <laughs> Just tooting our own horn here. I know. Wow, we're, we're awesome. We are so we're, good. We're really great. I think, I think people should really listen to this podcast. You know, I think maybe I'm for Lent, I should um, probably try to be humble. <laughs> So every day in Lent, you need to eat a piece of pie and then think, this is humble pie today. Yes, that's exactly it. Wait, we're supposed to get rid of something, not eat something. I think, and, then, uh, and then after 40 days, I'm going to have to go on the most amazing um, diet to get rid of all the humble pie that I put on my hips. <laughs> lifestyle change. Yeah. Lifestyle. No longer diets. No. You can't call them diets anymore. You can't. You have to call it lifestyle change. It is a lifestyle change, right? Like in that, even that hashtag is so old lifestyle change oh man right absolutely i think so oh, so have a lifestyle change today and subscribe to the podcast that's it don't and give share with a friend up. if you've liked it share it with a friend because we do plan on being back yes so go back share it say hey listen to this season it was so awesome yeah. and uh yeah it'd be fun because it's fun for us it is fun for us and uh what's really cool is when we hear from the odd person out there, we have heard from some people that really um, feel like they've been impacted. And, uh, and I, mm -hmm. I like that. I like that we're making a difference because that well, is it helps us persevere. It, it helps us persevere oh, when we have that encouragement, you are in, doesn't it? And in not even encouragement. Yeah, um, thank you. Good try there. <laughs> That's good. Good try. Um, Bringing it full yeah, circle I mean, with Mars. That's why we do it. We do it to have a conversation <laughs> with ourselves, but we also do it so that people, you know, maybe would engage some conversation that they wouldn't normally engage in. Yeah. Um, or maybe as regularly engage in. And so that's why we do it. And we've had a lot of fun this season and look forward to the future. We do. So hats off to you for being a great editor. You've done amazing. Good work. Love it. I look forward to our one-offs over the next couple months because we do have a few things that are still simmering um, mm -hmm, that we are sure. just waiting to get the, the okay that they're moving forward. So when we get a one-off, we will post it as a one-off. That's right. So stay tuned. Hey, we're trying to build each other up, not ignore each other here on Only We Matter podcast with Brandon and Jacqueline. Thanks for listening. Hit the subscribe button and keep the conversation going. <laughs>